1: Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction and Harry Styles podcast. I'm Lucia
2: and I'm Caitlin.
1: And this is our 160 second episode of Talk Direction. And it is the first episode of 2019. Happy New Year. Happy New Year! <laughs> Welcome to 2019. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> it's been a minute since we've recorded. I feel like it literally like happened we were heard- talking.
2: Hmm?
1: what? i feel like for a while we were like talking really really regularly and then we like didn't talk for like over two weeks a
2: month yeah (laughs) it was so long yeah um yeah it was good to have a break though and like i did forget to put the episode up christmas eve which i was supposed to do (laughs) so i put it out like two days later or something which isn't that bad two or three days later um But, yeah, it was nice to have, like, a break and just kind of shut off. Yeah. Yeah. How was your holiday? It was good. Lots of family stuff. Lots of doing nothing. We've been to a couple movies, watched movies at home, played a lot of games. So that was really fun. Eaten a lot of good food. What about you? Mm -hmm. My
1: holiday's been really, really nice. Um, I was saying to Caitlin before we started recording that I took off from, like, my regular, like, driving around job. And I've never taken that much time off. And it was so, so heavenly. I was still working mm-hmm. a lot because I was boarding a lot of dogs at my house. But I didn't have to, like, go out and, like, drive around and do all that. So mm-hmm. um, I've been, like, living my best life for the past couple weeks. <laughs>
2: That's so nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah.
1: And now it's the so new year. So that is the new year. I'm excited for the year. I think it's going to be a good year. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, we're not going to dwell too long on an intro this week because today we are doing an album review on Icarus Falls, which is obviously Zayn's new album. And this album is huge. It's 27 songs. (laughs) (laughs) So today's episode, we're just going to kind of do, as I said, like an overview. We're going to go, we're going to go through the track list and talk about the album and stuff, but there's really a lot to like dissect this album since there's so much of it so we'll probably do other episodes about it and definitely let us know if there's like specific songs you want us to talk about or anything like that um because i definitely think it's like a discussion that will last longer than one episode but before we get to that we have a patreon and we're doing some pretty fun stuff over there you can find it at patreon.com talkdirection and we have various levels that you can join at from $1 to $10. And right now we are, well, I'm doing some chapter readings of these Inconvenient Fireworks. Um, and then we also have TDDL, which is Talk Direction Down Low, where we do half an hour extra um, little mini podcast episode. And the last episode we did our top 2019 predictions which is really fun and exciting. Um, And this week we're going to be doing um, talking about Liam's interview in Tomorrow Magazine. So um, we'll be reading some quotes from that and chatting about it.
2: I feel like now that it's 2019, we have to go through every time one of our predictions comes true. We have to be like, all right, we checked that one off the list.
1: You know, that's a good idea,
2: actually. Yeah. We should make
1: like a, a... a dock of that <laughs> yeah
2: i feel like it could they really could get checked off so yeah
1: do you know what i was also thinking we should do what i feel like it's too late for this but next time an album comes out we should like play a game where we each guess each other's order of favorite least Ooh, favorite song that
2: would be interesting i honestly could not do it for zane right now it would be way too hard oh no
1: no no this would be way too hard
2: for louise <laughs> next album. time like a 10 song album comes out
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: <laughs> yeah. i think louise is gonna be big though but nothing's gonna ever compare to a 27 song no album. no so nothing is gonna compare so
1: getting into the main discussion icarus falls was released on december 14th and it is 27 songs, and the total runtime is an hour and 28 minutes, which actually doesn't sound like that long.
2: No, it doesn't.
1: But it is long.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's two times Harry's album length. It is. Harry only had 10 songs, so right Zayn has an extra tw- seven songs to make that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and there's like a lot of interesting, let's say, stuff around the release of this album, which... We talked about already a little bit. We might talk about it more later, but um, we're kind of going to just not talk about all of that this time and just talk about the music. Um, but we had nine singles released before we got the album. And, um, yeah, this album is – it's a concept album. So, Caitlin, have you seen, like, the physical copy at all? Um, Just from what
2: you posted.
1: So – I purchased the physical copy of the CD um, over the weekend. I bought it at Target. And nice. I would have bought it sooner, but I was kind of waiting for it to show up on Zane's website. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why I didn't think, oh, just go buy it at Target or like a CD store. Right. But I just kept looking at the website and he, he kept not having it. Because you were
2: it. used to Nile not dropping anything anyway. That's true.
1: <laughs> I was. That's true. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, anyways, I just got it last weekend, and having the physical CD helps make things so much clearer, because um, the CD is sort of split into two halves, so there's actually two discs, and the first disc is called Icarus, and the second one is called Falls. Mm. So it kind of really helps to show what the actual concept is, because it's split into two different pieces. Um, So Icarus is tracks 1 through 13. And it mm-hmm. ends with Icarus interlude. And then Falls is tracks fourteen through twenty seven.
2: Interesting.
1: Yeah. So it definitely helps um it definitely helps like make sense yeah. of everything. But I still have a lot of questions mm-hmm. <laughs> about the concept of the album. Um, what do you what are your thoughts on the album so far? Like have you have you been listening to it? Have, do you feel like you've digested
2: any um, of it? I feel like I'm, I've, like, semi-digested it. Like, mm-hmm. some songs more than others. I think I've listened to the first half of the album more so than the second half because a lot of yeah. times I would just listen to the songs that I've listened to so far. So, like, all the ones you listen to, like, in the beginning get replayed a lot more. Right. Because um, I listened in order. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, I feel like I know those better. And then the second half like not as well but I still know it kind of you know like I recognize Mm -hmm. the songs none of the songs are like oh I've never heard this before you know
0: right
2: I'm starting to be able to sing along to like all of the songs Um, yeah but yeah I I kind of like it was weird because I didn't really listen like I listened at the beginning when it came out and then like Christmas happened and I didn't really listen and then I've like been Mm -hmm. listening for the past couple days um so like There was, like, a break in there because, like, the holidays make everything hectic. And I actually, like, during the holidays, I was like, I'm not listening to music as much. This is so weird. Like, I hate it. Like, I want to listen to music more. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I feel like, you know, it's just, it's hard to, like, even in a couple weeks get get to, like, really know an album. Yeah. That's 27 songs long.
1: (laughs) It really is. (laughs) Yeah.
2: What about you? Do you feel like you know it? No. (laughs) Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> so, when the first, when the, when the album first came out, so obviously we would had nine songs before the album came out, and I feel like I, that I, yeah, and I feel like I did, I did kind of absorb all of those songs. Yeah. I listened to the, each of them a lot, I like have specific feelings about them,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and then when the album came out, I also similarly listened to the first half, mostly. Mm -hmm. so I was listening to I picked like five songs that I loved and I kind of just listened to those on repeat for like about a week before I even went into the rest of the album just because it felt overwhelming (laughs) um so I listened to like natural tonight flight of the stars if I got you those were like my first favorites and I like listened to those Mm -hmm. over and over again um and then last week I sort of went into the second half and then over the last couple of days, I've been listening to all of it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it is a lot to absorb.
2: Yeah. Every time and I listened, I was like, and I got to one of the songs that I knew, I'd be like, okay, I have to skip this one because I already know it, yeah. even though I want to <laughs> listen to it because I know it. Like, yeah. my sister, one time I was listening because we are in the car and I was playing it. Uh-huh. Um, and, like, a song came on and I was singing to it and she goes, Caitlin, you've got to skip this one. Like, you know, you oh my God. have to. <laughs> and I <was> like, oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's so funny. Yeah. Do you feel like you have a favorite song or, like, a couple favorites?
2: Um, I like, there's a couple that stand out to me, but, like, I feel like I haven't really figured out my favorites and least favorites yet. I guess, like, there's ones mm-hmm. that I don't really care as much about. So, like, those are yeah. probably going to be my least favorites. Right. Um, but like right now, I would say um, standstill. I really like yes. uh, scripted. is really pretty. And then like, I, I mean, those, I'm t- I'm talking about the ones that we've never heard because then there's also like Rainberry, yeah. which I love, and like right. Sour Diesel. But like, it's hard to compare that. Like, I don't yeah. know. Common stands out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's difficult because you're mixing yeah. the old ones with the new ones.
1: I know. I find I do a thing where when I when we get a new album, whatever the singles were, I don't count them as yeah. part of the album, I which know. I know I shouldn't do. But like that's how I feel about Harry's album. Like I never counted. I like never count "Sign of the Times" as yeah. part of that album because yeah. whenever I think of like my favorites, I never include that. But then when I listen mm-hmm. to it, I'm like, well, this is like my favorite. I know, but it's not really part of the album. I'm like, we got it, it first.
2: It is my favorite, but I know, <laughs> especially with this one, we got so many beforehand so it's like
1: and so far in advance because Let Me was the first one yeah. we got in in April
2: I know <laughs> like it's so long ago so it's like how do yeah. I include that not that that would be my favorite but like right. you know Sour Diesel came out in July and like that yeah. might be one of my favorites Rainberry might be one of my favorites like yeah, I don't know yeah but like out of the newer ones like Standstill Scripted um, Common I don't know yeah natural's good too yeah what about you
1: well my favorite favorite song is natural Mm
2: -hmm.
1: for sure i'm obsessed with that song i've listened to it like so many times um my like current favorite song is fresh Mm -hmm. air Mm. i kind of have like a favorite song of the moment because like like, I think Natural is going to be my overall favorite, just because yeah. I loved it immediately and so much, and I just, like, yeah. want to listen to it over and over again, but then different yeah. songs will sort of, like, you know, I'll discover different songs, so, like, right now I'm really into Standstill and Fresh Air,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. but it's so hard yeah, to I say. Yeah, I feel like you go
2: through phases. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because then you'll hear something on a song, you're like, "Oh my god, I didn't even realize this was happening." Like, let me pay yeah. attention to it. Like, oh, well, this is what I'm... the bridge is, or this is what the lyric is. I didn't even right. like know that lyric was happening. Yeah, because I'm going through the
1: list right now, and I keep wanting to be like, "Well, this one's also my favorite. This one's also." My favorite. <laughs> I'm making myself. I'm stopping myself from doing. Yeah. That. But like, it's 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 hard with an album like this too, because I think at first glance, it sounds very much the same. And I heard mm. a couple people say that, like. You know, they listen to it and, and, like, a lot of the songs sound similar and blend into each other. So it's easy to kind of space out or, like, not pay attention.
2: Yeah, I got
1: that. Yeah, but then when you really dive in, um, you notice, like, how intricate each song is. Mm -hmm. And, like, some of these songs are incredibly complex. And, like, lyrically and musically, like, there's so much here. But it's, like, because there's so much, some of it gets drowned out, I think. Mm
2: Yeah, yeah. I agree, especially because, like, thematically, like, the first half of the album for me, and I think I said this, like, briefly on our last, like, episode where we, like, said, like, our one-minute summary of the album. Uh Um, I think, like, thematically, the first half of the album all are quite similar, the songs. Yes. Um, So that was difficult on your, like, first couple listens through to, like, like sort of separate them from each other, you know, because you're going, okay, like, there's so many right now that I'm, like, new songs. Um, Mm. And, like, they all have sort of similar themes. So how do I, like, make them distinct in my head? Um, And then like you start breaking it down and you're like, oh, okay, this one is this song. Like, this is, like, the theme of it. This is what it's specifically saying. This is the music that it's using. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. It's also interesting because, like, I think a lot of – well, maybe not a lot, but I think quite a few of the songs are songs that were written in Mind of Mine era. Mm. Um, and put on this album because I know Zane said that a couple of the songs he wrote during that time were going on to this album yeah and I think all the songs that Malay is credited on probably were written for Mind of Mine because I don't uh. think that Malay and Zane have worked together recently
2: yeah um, I don't know that but I
1: haven't seen him talking about it at all yeah. Um, and I think there's four I think there's four Malay songs on there. That. Wait, that's
2: so interesting. I wanna see if those are like the songs that I really liked. Because two of them yeah. are.
1: Well some of you can tell some of them you can really tell. Like Stand Still is Malay. Yeah. And you can hear it. Like you hear that song and you're like, oh, like yeah, this is a Malay song. This is a Mind yeah. of Mine song. <laughs>
2: like well, I okay a three out of four of Malay songs are the ones I named.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
2: Well, we say what I like. The only one I that didn't is say so was funny. Satisfaction, which I, I also like that yeah. one. I was like debating on saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Satisfaction, scripted. Um, Sour, Sour Diesel. Sour Diesel, which is interesting.
2: I know. That, one, that one I has a different wasn't sound. expecting. Yeah. And yeah. Stand Still.
1: And then standstill. Still. I feel like standstill Still is the one that most sounds like a Mind of Mind song.
2: Mm,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: But, um, yeah, and then the other main collaborators on this album were um, two, like, duos. So one of them is Michael, M-Y-K-L, which is Make You Know Love. I don't know how they want me to say their name. <laughs> is it Michael is it Michael. It Make You Know Love. It's M-Y-K-L. <laughs> but they're brothers, Michael and Anthony Hannity's, and they wrote on six songs and produced on six songs on this album, and they also worked on eight tracks from Mind of Mine, including Pillow Talk, which they won an award for
2: oh cool
1: i forget what it, what award it was some songwriting award Don't know. and then the other one is salt wives which is david felon and alex Oriott. and they wrote 12 wrote and produced on 12 um icarus falls songs um and they didn't work on mind of mine at all so those are sort of the main collaborator collaborators on this album
2: mm-hmm.
1: um and there's like a few other random people here and there um, what do you think of the concept? Like the whole with the title, Icarus Falls, have you like seen sort of the theme of that in the songs you've been listening
2: yes. to? I definitely have. I see the split where it's like the first half is Icarus, the second half is fall. Like I was mm-hmm. like making, okay, this makes sense that this is on the falls half. Um, and then like I was making note as I was like preparing for this episode, like all the times I thought there were like themes of Icarus falls. Cause he talks about flying nice. and falling and like, mm-hmm. obviously the interlude like directly references Icarus falls. Um, yeah. so like I definitely noticed that and I feel like that's going to be really interesting to go through and be like, okay, which songs fit, this, yeah. fit the scene, especially like going back to like too much, which came out a while ago, but like, and when we yeah. didn't know the the theme of the album, like, that one has a lot of, like, direct references that really fit, mm-hmm. like, Icarus Fall scene. So, it I don't does. know. I, I found that interesting, like, going through.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think for me, I didn't, I was, like, really confused for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I still am a little bit. Like, some of it is confusing to me. I think for me, the thing that was confusing me is, like, because I was thinking about, like. Zane's personal history and then trying to apply it to the album mm-hmm. and I was like trying to fit it in and I was confused by that because the first half of the album is all happy love songs yeah um and then the second half is where it gets like dark and bitter yes but I think what I think what I've done now is like stepped back a little bit and been like okay it's like a concept album so it's not like about this one situation like you know right yeah and that's and it's like it's made a lot more sense to me now mm-hmm Especially getting the physical CD. Um, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But it's sad. Like, it's, like, dark. (laughs) Yeah. Starts happy and then ends sad. And it's really interesting to look at. You know, like, it opens with Let Me, which is, like, literally the first line of the album is, Sweet baby, our sex has meaning. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And then it's like, let me be your man so I can love you. I'll take care of you for the rest of our lives. And then the last song is too much which Mm -hmm. is um I guess I want too much I just want love and lust you just can't love me back that's why I need a touch like it's basically a song about like not not necessarily cheating but like whoever you're with not giving you what you need Mm -hmm. um and that's like the ending of the album which is kind of (laughs) dark
2: yeah like I feel like it's cool that it's a thematic album like that's so Mm -hmm. interesting to me but then at the same time you get the downside of having like all one type of song, you know, here mm-hmm. and then all another type of song like here. So then yeah. it's not you don't you don't get that mix up. Obviously you can hit shuffle, but I just mean like as right. you're going through and listening, <laughs> it's like you you don't get that like change of emotions. And I know like I think Niall did that too where he put like a lot of the sort of soft songs all together on the album. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I like that style as much. Like listening. Yeah. I think I don't know. Yeah. Maybe like a couple, but I think I guess just with Zane's love songs, uh, particularly the first half, I think it was, like, so much love song for me. Mm. So, like, <laughs> while I like the thematic of whatever, I guess the downside of that is that you don't have that, like, changing up of, like, song right. style.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, Yeah, so other themes, like, that I notice on this album – there definitely seems to be themes of, like, um, like sobriety and, like, substance use. Mm-hmm. Yes. I feel like there's a lot of songs that mention um, those topics, which I mm-hmm. think is interesting to, like, sort of think about. Um, like, in Fresh Air, he says, I say I'm sorry, but you're never sober. Hmm. Um, in Back to Life he says I've been flying so long can't remember what it was like to be sober there you are it's um, I'm a little drunk now that's why I went to war oh yeah you are my sober when I'm on the floor Mm. and then like good years too much drugs and alcohol what the hell are we fighting for there's kind of a lot um, of those references yeah are there other themes on the album that
2: Um, I noticed noticed. like a lot about like i guess anxiety and then also sort of coupled with like the pressure of like i don't know society (laughs) i guess Mm -hmm. and like the industry or whatever it is like not wanting to feel like fake and like Mm -hmm. i guess i think you see that more on the second half of the album which makes Mm -hmm. sense um just like uh i don't know like satisfaction and just like getting sat like satisfaction out of life and scripted and fresh air mm-hmm. insomnia like all have sort of those i don't know themes of not wanting to like feel fake or yeah and a lot of do like things lying. for the wrong reasons yeah lying like yeah
1: yeah like in um in back to life there's a line where he says what if i forgot my lies and i lose mm. all my composure
2: mm-hmm. which
1: is just super yeah. interesting like like as if he's living you know over the you know, person of this song is is like living, like making, like just telling all of these lies.
0: Yeah. To the point where they're like,
1: what if I forget? You know what my story is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the way that Icarus interlude ends with him just repeating lying to the liars.
2: Hmm. I love that line. Me too.
1: So cool. All right. Well, I think we should get into the track by track.
2: That sounds like a good idea. Okay.
1: <laughs> Um, so some of these songs were, we've already talked about, so some of them we'll kind of skip over, just because we've already talked about them. And also, um, I didn't write out, um, so Michael is, again, Michael and Anthony Hannity's, and the Salt are David Phelan and Alex Oriette, and I just put their, like, name, their duo names, and not their full names, just for the sake of ease. So, just so people know. So the first track we have is Let Me, which was written by Zayn, M-Y-K-L, and Khaled Rohame. And this was the first one we heard in April. Um, and I feel like we've had this song for a long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I don't really have new thoughts on it, but I still love it so much. And I love the opening of this song so much. Like every mm-hmm. time the album starts and this song starts with that like, do ding, ding, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I still enjoy it a lot.
2: Yeah, I would say I like, I think I said this at the beginning like, nice vocals, a bit cheesy for me. I it's very cheesy. <laughs> I think that's where I am with that one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then track two we have is Natural, which was also written by Zane, Michael, Khalid Rohame, and Antonio Zito. Um, this is my favorite song. I'm obsessed with it. What do you think of this song, Caitlin?
2: Um, I thought it was really nice. I like the imagery that's carried throughout. I mean, it's called Natural, and he talks about all, like, sort of these natural things, like the ocean and hurricanes Mm -hmm. and this and that. Yeah. Um, the falsetto was so pretty on this. Yeah. Um... I, I thought the hurricane hurricane part where he's like repeating mm-hmm. it would sound really cool live. So I yes. do hope we get this live. Ugh, I would die. Yeah, I I think this is a good one, and it's like it's more it's one of the more up tempo ones, right? Like I feel like there's this album doesn't have that high tempo of songs.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I don't for, know if I'm, I would
1: classify this as high tempo.
2: Not high tempo, but of the song. Or maybe it's not. It's quite a slow song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never mind.
0: <laughs> I'm going to well, mess up all of no, the no, songs. It
1: has, like, it has like a groove. Maybe that's what you mean.
2: Yeah. It's got that's a groove. What, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got more of a groove. Like compared to something like uh, Stand Still which just is yes. so slow to
1: me. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a groovy song for sure. Yeah. yeah I think my favorite um, piece of this song is the bass. I don't know what it is, but it's such a cool sound, and it reminds me of the bass from one of my favorite songs, which is called "Planes." But I like there's a horrible rap in "Planes" that I can't listen to because it's too vulgar. <laughs> so I like
2: Ooh.
0: Yeah.
1: it's like you my favorite song. just cut song, it
2: out.
1: I need to. I need, need to do cut audio it out. i editing now. I know. I will. I will do that. Actually, that is a good idea because I love mm-hmm. that song so much, but I hate that rap so much. So <laughs> don't, yeah, don't, don't, yeah, just do it cut that, that much. out. <laughs> but it's a very similar bass. And it also is, like, a really interesting rhythm. And I was trying to figure it out, but, like, I don't know anything, like, anything about drums or beats. So if you're listening and you know things, I'm going to sound like an idiot, I'm sure. <laughs> but basically, Not more than I
2: am when I'm saying this is an up-tempo song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's this, like, really cool bass sound. And if you if you sort of divide the song up into eight counts, it comes on the one and the four which I find really unique because like you don't expect it like you're expecting it to come on the 3 and then it comes on the 4 it's just very cool when you listen to it next time like count out and you'll see what i mean yeah. it
0: feels so natural, natural where we come together like a nature it feels so natural natural where we come together I feel like you've gone into so much more detail than I
2: have. <laughs> this is your favorite that's one, That's good. This is so. my favorite
1: song. Don't worry. There's okay. plenty that I haven't said anything for.
2: <laughs> I feel like this one is one that could end up, like, as a single. I think that's kind of it what It would I've be
1: such like. a single, yeah.
2: <laughs> like, I could see it being a single. Just, like, lyrically, yeah. thematically.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I also really love the double meaning of come together.
2: I wrote that! I said, that? in U. Oh, good. I okay. Come together.
1: <laughs> That's my favorite that thing part of the song. That literally
2: one of my three comments that I wrote for this song. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it also feels like a little bit of a Beatles reference, because it's, you know, at the mm. end, he's saying, Come Together right yeah. now, which is, you know, kind a yeah. little song.
2: I saw a number of references, like, on this yes. album to other songs. me
1: too. Yeah. Yeah, and one of my favorite – um like vocals on this album is in this song so the way his voice sounds on the outro when he's saying come together right now I feel like he would normally sing that in falsetto because it's so high Mm -hmm. but he does it in like chest voice and it sounds so good like especially Mm -hmm. since it's like contrasted with the falsetto of the chorus like the whole chorus is like very falsetto Mm -hmm. but then he does this like come together right now in this like high chest voice and it's like it's like whiny, mm-hmm. but like in a good way. It just sounds so good.
0: Mm. And I feel yeah, like it yeah, sounds
1: yeah. like yeah. it's, yeah, and it, it feels like it sounds like we haven't heard that sound from him before.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like, even though, yeah. even though we, like, he's obviously a really talented singer and everyone knows that, I feel like before he was kind of staying in one, like, staying where he was comfortable with his mm-hmm. voice. And I've noticed a couple times on this album where he's done stuff with his voice that I'm like, whoa. I haven't heard that yeah. before from you. And this is one yeah. of those moments.
0: Let's come together. Come together. Right now, right now. Let's come together. Come together. Right
2: now. I like that you said about the um, chorus being in falsetto. hmm. Because um, I noticed that throughout too it's sort of just like a vocal theme where yeah. a lot of times the chorus is in falsetto and the verses are in chest voice mm-hmm. and I found that interesting that it was like that was a common thing
1: yeah yeah it's so cool that he has like such a versatile voice
2: because
1: mm-hmm. um, it just gives you so many more options like yeah, a lot of people wouldn't be able to sing like that so it wouldn't even be an option to like
2: mm-hmm.
1: have those contrasts you know
2: And, like, to have it, like, all over the album is so cool. Like, Harry had, like, falsetto inside of the Times. Right. Like, once, (laughs) you know?
1: Zayn has it, like,
2: all over the place.
1: (laughs) Well, it probably also helps that Zayn doesn't tour because if you're, like, a touring artist, you're writing your songs thinking in your head, okay, I'm going to have to perform this live. Can I sing this live Mm -hmm. every night? Whereas if you're <laughs> yeah. if you're writing if you're writing and you know you're probably not going to perform then you can kind of do whatever the heck you want with your voice yeah. in studio <laughs> you know it doesn't matter <laughs> not that Zane wouldn't kill it though on all of these lines yeah yeah but still <laughs> did you have anything else for natural nope okay so track three we have back to life written by Zayn Max McGilliggett and Saltwives. And this song is one that I haven't
2: gotten into yet. What about you? Mm-hmm. Um, I've semi-gotten into it. I had, like, a couple yeah. of comments on just the theme of the song. Okay. Um, this one definitely related to Icarus Falls for me. Like, he says, I've been flying yes. for so long. Um, It also has a lot to do, like, it almost makes me feel like the like the woman he's talking about in the song is almost, like, godly. Because it talks mm. about her, like, watching over him and, like... Yeah. Like it almost feels like she's like resurrecting him, bringing him back to life. So I yes. felt like that fit with like the themes of Ooh. Icarus falls. Um and then my only other comment was he when he said I've been around the world, seen a lot of girls. It just like felt like a reference to like One Direction.
1: Yeah. Um, I thought this song so that was interesting. I thought this song kind of reminded me a bit of One Direction in certain ways.
2: Mm.
1: Like, this. maybe the How sound so. of it. Maybe the sound of it kind yeah. of felt a bit boy bandy. hmm not, not necessarily. Maybe just in the chorus when they're sort of like, bring me back. I don't know. There's something yeah. about it. It's almost
2: like 90s boy band. <laughs> like, even just that mm-hmm. line, like, back to life. I don't know. I get, I get feelings of that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, Yeah. I'm definitely, I think, I I think this song will grow on me. Um, It's just one that it like didn't hook me right away. And since there's so many.
2: (laughs) Yeah. If it it doesn't hook me right away, I have to. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
1: Yeah. So next we have um, track four, which is Common, written by Zane, M-Y-K-L, and Khaled Rohame. Oh, and also Ava Lily and Herbie Critchlow. This song also sounds a bit One Directiony to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think just yeah. you you feel that too.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. What do you think of this song?
2: Um, I like it. I know I saw it was Stephanie German Stephanie's one of her favorites, I believe. Oh yeah. Um, I was confused the way the reason I this stuck out to me and I listened to it more was because when he says comment, it kept sounding like "calm" to me. Like, he said it so oh. fast, it didn't sound like he was saying two syllables. So I, like, kept listening really <clears throat> carefully. Yeah. Um, but I feel like calm also, like, fits. Even though I knew it was yeah. common, obviously, because of the title. There was no, like, speculation. Right. <laughs> but, like, it still sounded, like, <laughs> calm to me. Um, yeah. And then, like, the beat on this one. And I'll say this, like, throughout a number of songs, because I feel like he changed up the way he sings on this album compared to last one, where, mm-hmm. like, he does some that are kind of more, like, punchy um which i feel like on his last album maybe he had maybe i'm forgetting wrong but like Mm -hmm. i don't know i liked like he had quicker like he talked more quickly i guess yeah like definitely i don't know i I noticed it a lot on like i will die if i don't try damned if i ask why this is something real this is something right Mm -hmm. and then like i also loved this part where he his like his voice gets higher and higher when he's singing. As I lay in your bed, I need you on my chest mm-hmm. to warm me all the time, to tickle with your breath, sweeten on your lips. And it's just like, I don't know, I like the progression of his voice getting higher there.
0: As I lay here in your bed, I need you on my chest. Want me all the time to take away your breath, sweeten on your lips, there ain't nothing come about us. In this ordinary world, Nothing is in love. Everything is Mistaking love for love when I hold you in my
1: arms. Yeah, I really like that too. And though those those lyrics like work so well with that music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I like this one a lot. Um I also found the, the in intro of it really interesting because it's the lines are always looking out behind my fences, always felt so isolated. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was so defensive. I'll find a way to let you in.
2: He had, on this album, he had so many of those cool, like, fences, defenses. Mm -hmm. Like, wordplay, rhyming that was interesting. Like, I noticed that a lot.
1: Yeah, and it reminded me of that interview he did recently where he was talking about how he, like, kind of isolates himself and is very, like, private and, like, doesn't make a lot of friends. Mm -hmm. Um, It just, like, made me think of that.
2: Yeah. Like, almost you're getting those... Like, even while a lot of these songs are like love songs, like, you're mm-hmm. starting to still get those feelings of like the second half of the album, like, sprinkled throughout. Yes. It's like totally. foreshadowing.
1: <laughs> yes. I feel like there's so much foreshadowing in a lot of these songs. Um, but yeah, it's really fascinating. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So, next we have track five, which is Imprint. And this was written by Zane and Saltwives. And what do you have to say about this song, Caitlin?
2: Um, again, I like the short and choppy, like, lyrics. Because mm-hmm. um, like, that minute I'm in it, if you wanna, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I just found it, like, an interesting cadence. Girl, you took two minutes out of my life. Yeah, who told you? I am with it. I need you. I don't know. Yeah. That's pre- I don't I don't think this one like, stands out to me yet. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I was listening to it to prepare, I really noticed that, like, interesting cadence to this song
1: yeah what
2: yeah about
1: you? yeah i like this song this one hasn't um grown on me yet um it's one of the ones that like hasn't quite hooked me because like the kind of like beat that it's at is just like not exactly my thing but i do think i'll like it the more i listen to it and i do think some of the lyrics are really interesting
2: mm-hmm.
1: um like they say this building's from victorian times
2: <laughs> i know <laughs> like what <laughs> Especially, I think, on this album, there's uh, maybe, like, less so than last album. I think last album, he he had more, like, words that were sort of, like, peculiar words, I guess, rather Mm -hmm. than words that are kind of, like, and, this, love, girl, like, ones that are more common, I guess. Right. So, like, when you have a word, like, Victorian, that, like, will stand out to a lot because it's, like, oh, my God, that's, like, that interrupts, like. Like what I'm used right. to reading or hearing in the song, yeah, yeah. Or like jump in like Mario. <laughs> yeah. in this one. It's like yeah. okay, wait, what Mario? <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: He also has an Optimus Prime reference later on.
2: Yes, Malva. <laughs> <is> so funny. <laughs> I feel like that, like, is all very same. Like he's got his like
1: little references. Yes. Yeah, for huh. sure.
2: I'm going to have to read these lyrics as, like, we talk about them so I can, like, get the beat in my head again. (laughs) Because I, like, don't have, like, I can't know the melodies of the songs yet just, like, by looking at the title. I'd be like, okay, this is what he says. Okay, this is how he says it. Because this minute that I'm in, because this minute's way. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm on it. I'm on it.
1: Do you have anything else for imprint?
2: No. All right.
1: So next we have. Except that
2: it's. It's not like Twilight.
1: <laughs> it's not. <laughs> really? We were think- we were looking Sad. forward to a Twilight, an ode to Twilight.
2: Yes. But um,
1: <laughs> it wasn't that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so track six is Stand Still, which I think is one of both of our favorites. It was written by Zane Malay. And um, I'm going to butcher this person's name. Bach? I think it's Wang. Wayne? But I have a hard time with that pronunciation. So it's N-G-U-Y-E-N-T-R-A-N. Um, and yes. I'm pretty sure this was a song that was written during Mind of Mine era.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Because it sounds like it and because Malay was on it. And yes, this is a very cool song. What are your thoughts on this song?
2: Like, the lyrics in this song are just so friggin' gorgeous. Yes. Like, let me just read the first, the opening lyrics okay skies of blue and birds of yellow flowers growing just to bloom a million chances of our glances catching eyes across the room like oh my god that is poetry right there it really is that's poetry it really is
1: i also love the repetition of if time stands still move i will Mm. to you
2: Yes, like I'm that's such Yoda-esque. an odd
1: phrasing, and when you're listening to it, it sounds like "move my will to you" or something. Mm. But I just think it's really pretty.
2: Yeah, the whole the whole song makes you feel like really hazy, like Alice in Wonderland esque.
1: Yes. Yeah, I think that um, the melody in the beginning is like very eerie. Yes. Right. There's like so a lot of very like minor notes, um, mm-hmm. and it's almost a bit unsettling. There's these like yeah. female vocals in the background, and they kind of sound like um like sirens,
2: like merpeople. Yes, I was gonna say mermaid. Yeah,
1: right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's this instrument in the background that's like, do, 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 do. But it's kind of all over the place. Like, you can't follow the melody of it. And it, like, mm-hmm. makes you feel kind of unsettled. <laughs> and then you have all these, like, yeah. weird people voices and <laughs> singing <laughs> yeah. in this, like, very, like, minor key. Mm -hmm. there's like a lot happening in this song as well it's so rich which is which like i think is a trait yeah and there's also tablas in it which is like a drum um that my dad used to play and one of my favorite musical bits on the entire album is in this song when the electric guitar comes in oh, my God, I'm so obsessed with that. And it's like, you don't expect it. I don't remember. Do you remember? It's at the very end. Somehow. (laughs) Uh It's at the very end of the song, and all of a sudden it's like this electric guitar comes in, and it's like so pretty. I'm
2: sure it's great. (laughs) It was lost in all the haziness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah, this one one. was so good. Do you have anything else? Um, No, but I just, like, love the lyrics on this. And yeah. I kind of wish some of his other songs had lyrics like this. Yeah. Because these are so poetic. Yeah. And I think it's, like, kind of, like, a rare – like, not all the lyrics on his song are really poetic like this. And this is, like, a little, like, rare glimpse. Of mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, we'll have so, to, like, do a bunch of – I feel like I want to just do, like – many, many episodes about this album, because <laughs> now I'm mm-hmm. like, we have to go through all the lyrics and, like, look up the Malay songs and, like, li- see lyrically how they differ.
2: Yeah. It's and so interesting. Ones.
1: Yeah. So track seven is Tonight. It was written by Zayn, Salt Wives, Brandon Skye, Catherine Ostenberg, and Jay Warner. And this song, this was one of the songs that I was listening to in the beginning a lot. Um, I really like the sound of it. Um, I just you what? Like, I just really like the sound of it. Mm. I just think it's like a good song to dance to. What about you?
2: Um, I think this one I liked, but like I didn't, it didn't stand out to me. Yeah, I think it was like again, sort of a bit too cheesy for me. Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, there's like, there's nothing left to hide. I want to fall into your eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think some of the lines were maybe too cheesy for me.
1: Yeah. I can see
2: that. But I I again I haven't like given it my everything for this one.
1: Yeah. So I really like the way he says tonight when he says but love me tonight, because he kinda drags it out.
0: But love me tonight. Mm. Yeah, that's nice.
2: I like the falsetto on the chorus and the deep yeah. deep chess voice on the, the verses again.
1: Yeah, the chorus is cool. It's like it's I think it's like layered vocally in a kind of cool way. Mm -hmm.
0: All
1: right, next track is number eight, Flight of the Stars. And this was written by J- by Zane, James Norton, and Salt Lives. And this is one of my favorites. I think I find this song the most interesting. I think the intro... Think this is one of the
2: ones you were excited about, too.
1: It was, yeah. I mean, listen to that title, Flight of the Stars.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it fits the theme. Icarus it does. All, so.
1: Yeah. The intro, verses, and chorus all sound very different from each other. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this song?
2: I really liked like the intro where it's like I go where you go, mm-hmm. go through Armageddon, and girl, I got you. <laughs> like the, it almost sounds like going curl, like curl, like the way he says girl. Yes, was, I don't know. So I will fall. I like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, I know that was really bad. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> um, yeah, and then guys. like, um, I don't know. I like I the the different rhymes that he did throughout mm-hmm. like i don't know plus there was like this feeling of like in the next couple lines i'm gonna read there was a feeling of like self-deserving like positivity and i was like yes same um, yeah i like that sings, too yeah um i've been feeling like i deserve somebody and you burn so yeah. bright you can blind somebody you go following flight to fl- you go following flights to the stars and these cars can get us home like so like there's stars and cars which is like mm-hmm. an internal rhyme because it doesn't come at the ends of the lines well stars is but mm. so i'd like that i feel like it's good word play and again like yeah. that i feel like i deserve somebody it was really nice
1: yeah i really like the line also hold you close standing on the edge of no tomorrow Mm, that's really pretty i
2: feel like this is one of like the lyrically quite strong songs
1: yeah definitely i really one of my favorite parts of this song is um when he's singing in the beginning when he says you glow it like it sounds like glowing (laughs) like i don't Mm, know how to make it make sense unless you're listening to it because they layer a bunch of voices just on the word glow so like he's singing and it's Mm -hmm. just his voice um, and then when he says you glow like all these voices come in and it it, it like sounds like glowing
0: glow wait
2: when does he say glow i thought it said where you go
1: oh my gosh maybe it does either yeah, way either it way like well good. so the here's here's one problem <laughs> with the lyrics is that there's no official lyrics anywhere, so, so all the lyrics we have are just people making it up. So I made a doc of all the Genius lyrics from Genius, but a bunch of them are wrong. And now I can't. I want to listen to the song now to see what it sounds like. Yeah.
2: <laughs> to see if it's because glow I don't remember go. hearing Glow, but like I could have totally missed it.
1: Maybe it's Go, and it just sounded like Glow to me.
2: Wait, where are you thinking it is? I go where you go.
1: Um, hold on let me find it am I thinking of the wrong song hold on mm-hmm. but Glow I have too many docs in going interesting interesting <laughs> <laughs> give me one second hold on
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> I'm going to read through this and sing the song in my mind <laughs> oh I found it okay <laughs> See, this is wrong. Ingenious, they wrote gloat. So it's, can't believe my eyes, I swear. You gloat. I follow you close. Fingertips touch all I want your body. Ah, okay. That word is not gloat. It is glow.
2: It's glow. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it says, you glow. I follow you close. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was a trip. I was like, did I just make up a word? (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, I'm like, did, did you think it was like, I glow where right. you go? I glow where you go. <laughs> I go where you glow.
1: <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Okay, glad we got that figured out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also really like when he says, in front of me, the inflection on his voice is like, it's so soft. I feel like a lot of his vocals on this particular song are very soft, but particularly when he's singing mm. those lines, like the way that he says the words mm-hmm. just has like a really delicate, like tender feeling to them.
0: Mm-hmm. All
1: I and also, there's really gorgeous harmonies on. Um, as long as you're feeling the same, I'll follow you into the flames. As long
0: as you feel the same, I, I'll follow you into the flames. I, 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 as okay. long as you feel the same, I, I, I'll follow you into the flames. I, I, I,
1: I, 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 yeah, like the entire, that entire bit of the song. This is definitely one of my favorites. Do you have anything else for it? Nope. All right. So next we have track number nine, which is I Got You. And this song was written by Saltwise, James Norton, and Zayn. And I like this song. I listen to it a lot. It's like a good song to dance to. I haven't really delved deep mm-hmm. into it, but I do really mm-hmm. love the intro There's like super lowered vocals. It's like Zane's voice, but like lowered, lowered, lowered.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) It sounds very
0: cool. Yeah.
1: What are your thoughts?
2: um i like this one i felt like there was a lot of icarus fall vibes Mm. um even though it wasn't quite like the sun in the sky he was talking about being from space and like my soul fell down i found earth yeah um and i love the space imagery just throughout like it's very like uh sign of the times stars aliens i don't Mm know um and but like so i like that when he's Saying that, and I feel like it fits with the theme. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I liked the, um, like the you ooh 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 I thought those sounded cool. I you, baby, you, okay. Um, I don't think this one, like I have solidified it, like you said, mm-hmm. yet. Like it wasn't yeah. one that stood out so much. But I did like the space. and i think the Mm. just the lyrics are pretty think i'm from space my soul fell down yeah i found the earth not leaving now yeah yeah it's really pretty yeah
1: all right on to track number 10 i'm gonna start getting ruthless here because (laughs) do it i know (laughs) on to track number 10 we have talk to me and this was written by Zane James Newman, Freddie Wexler, and Salt Wives. And this song has got a funky beat. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a good dancey song. I like this song. Yeah. yeah. What about you?
2: Um, My first comment. I don't know when. I have nine, nine, me, me, me yo. What? <laughs> Part of this song was just... Wait, I'm sorry, What? <laughs> That's what I'll i often like write out the sounds that I hear to try to like remember what it sounds like. Can you repeat it? (laughs) Nine. Nine, 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 nine. (laughs) Ew. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Okay. Does he say the word nine at all? Like, why did I write nine?
1: (laughs) I don't know. The beginning is kind of slow. It's like you look through, but then the chorus it gets much much more upbeat.
2: I don't know what to say about that comment, honestly. <laughs> I'll just skip to the next one. Um, I I love the beginning lyrics, like the syncopation. Um, mm-hmm. uh, wait, we're on talk to me, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think these lyrics are wrong. Written down here. I think yeah. if you look through the hair on your face, the way that you the yeah. I think it's the hair on your face. I think so too. Um and I really liked that because I like well the first time I heard it, I thought he was talking about like facial hair and like like women not conforming to like removing their facial hair. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but then I realized <laughs> that's not what it meant. That would be amazing though. <laughs> I was like, okay, Zane. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> but I realized it was like I could just picture like someone like looking through their hair, like someone with long hair, yeah, like, looking through their hair. Um, and I just like that really like specific image there, yeah. Um, and I loved how he's like, you look through the hair on your face, and did it like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like the again that the beat he like really changes it up in an interesting way.
0: Yeah. You look through. The hair on your face the way that you say the things that you do I've been through all of the games all of the ways that you've been
2: fooled but then after I think it gets a little bit cheesy for me mm-hmm. again I think there's like he borders that line a lot throughout yeah. the album um, you mean the, like maybe
1: I'm just like there's no sheets between us tonight
2: yeah, like yeah, exactly that. Like taking it off, leave the lights on. We're like, "Oh, we want to see our true selves." Like I think it's a little bit like I've heard that enough. Mm-hmm. That type of song or like at least in this way, so it's nothing like exciting to me. Yeah. Um it's just kind of like okay, like we I feel like you're in love and you're like you want to like remove the makeup and like l- like look at each other right. and like see your true selves. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I get that. Um, These lyrics are so wrong, and I feel like after this episode, I'm going to write into Genius, and these need to be fixed. This is obscene. (laughs) This one says, start with our sheets between us tonight. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's wrong.
2: Yeah.
1: It's, Uh, there'll be no sheets between us tonight.
2: Yeah. Who wrote this? Uh, I don't know. But, like, even on all the other website, lyric websites, they're also all have their own errors. So it's, like, what's the truth? I know. (laughs) Um, I like the talk to me, talk to me. Like, that's, like, upbeat, dancey. Yeah. Um, It kind of – some of his courses reminded me a bit of Harry's, where they're, like, really simple choruses. Like, the same repeated word, like, talk to me, talk to me. Yeah. there were some other ones that I'll get to later um, yeah but yeah that reminded me of like picking like a really simple phrase and just repeating it for the chorus mm-hmm. um, and I think that was interesting in the song
1: All right, next up we have track 11, which is There You Are. This was written by Joe Garrett, Levi Lennox, MYKL, and Zane, And this is one that we've had for a little bit. It was released as a single. And for me, it kind of has a similar sound to Let Me. I think it's got like a similar guitar and it's got like a very heavy pop sound. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still like in love with the chorus of this song, the way that it soars. It's it's so so pretty. pretty.
2: Um, Plus, like, the lead up to the chorus, yes. can't see when I'm falling, losing my mind, but I hear you call it, it's and, like, so you know good. it's about to come on, and it's like, ah, there you are! Like, uh, oh, yeah. there's just such a great anticipation before the chorus yeah. hits. Can't see when I'm falling, losing myself, but in
0: there you
1: Um, yeah, we already talked about this song a couple episodes ago, so I didn't really write much more. Um, yeah, me either. Yeah, that's it's all it's, it's a solid song. Mm-hmm. Then we have track twelve, which is "I Don't Mind," written by Zane Saltwives and Jay Warner. Um, which I feel like must be. Did we have another Warner earlier? The other thing that Genius does that confuses me. Is it writes people? Yeah, Jay Warner on tonight, but it's spelled J A Y, and then here it's just J period. They do that all the time. Like they'll spell people's names differently, or like the Saltwives duo. Oh, that's like so annoying. sometimes they'll be credited as Saltwives, and sometimes they'll be credited individually. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> why? why? Anyways, <laughs> not important. Um, this song is the last song before we get to the interlude, and I feel mm. like. Well, I have a couple different ideas, but I kind of feel like this song starts to show the cracks a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like tracks tracks 1 through 11 are very, like, love songs. Very... Yeah. And there's definitely dark themes and, like, how we were talking about before, like, some foreshadowing and stuff. But overall, mm-hmm. they're love songs and they're happy. And I think this one's mm-hmm. the first one where we kind of start to see some cracks because lyrically... Um, He's talking about, so it says, no, you're playing with my mind. I don't mind. You can tell me your lies. I don't mind. You can tell me all night when I'm with you. Mm. Um, And then it also says, I don't mind falling if it means I get to fly again.
2: Yeah. Uh, That one's so clearly part of the theme. Yeah. Like, there's so many lines like that that made me go, okay, did he know his theme as he was going in? I know. Or did he, like, figure it out after i think he must have figured it out like
1: somewhere in the middle yeah but also i think probably part of why he figured out this theme is because probably a lot of what he was writing and like a lot of his story
0: parallels the story you know so
1: like a lot of the songs sound like they have the theme because they did because that was his life and then he probably had a moment of like oh like this kind of makes sense and with this one it's confusing because like I feel like it could be it could be sort of meaning like your lies meaning that like the person is not ready to say that they're in love or something. So it could be the other way around.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um like yeah, you can right. tell your lies like if you're not ready to say it. Yeah. But it really reminds me of other songs later on the album that have similar sentiments, like all that, for example, where he says,
0: mm-hmm.
1: let's say, for instance, that you had a conscience, <laughs> first of all, which, like, wow. That, that song <laughs> is
2: so bitter.
1: And then later he says, the chorus is, you can give me all that, stay here, in the morning you can take it all back. So that really, oh. yeah, so that really sounds similar to, like, I don't mind, you can tell me your lies. Um, right. And then also, Entertainer um, has a very similar vibe as well. You're my favorite entertainer. I watch you and laugh and F with you. Don't you play me for a fool in this game. I own the rules. So I feel like I don't mind is saying you're playing with my mind, like in a bad way. Tell me your lies. Right. Meaning you're telling me you love me, even though you maybe don't. And I don't Mm -hmm. care. He's like, he's like, I want you. I don't care if you're lying to me. I'm going to like be with you anyways. Mm
2: hmm.
1: And especially with the line, I don't mind falling, even if it means I get to fly again. He's kind of saying, like, I don't mind that you're going to let me down if it means I get a chance to, like, have this experience.
2: Yeah. Um, I wonder if he debated on, like, putting this on, like, the other half or not.
1: Yeah. I know. Well, it's interesting because it doesn't sound like a dark song like the Mm -hmm. other ones as much, you know yeah and I feel like a lot of the other lyrics of it like aren't obvious, you know yeah um like we're just dancing in the dark again, don't want to spend time on the issue, we'll never grow old when I'm with you, and then it's like when i'm with, mm-hmm. when I'm with you, the sun never comes yeah. up, it's lit. you can't put it out <laughs> I love that he has has it's lit in one of his songs. <laughs>
2: the sun oh the sun it's lit
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then he also says girl you'll never see me running out f anybody else there's only you so it doesn't at first glance it doesn't seem like a song that has like yeah in it at all yeah but then when you compare it you put it in a track list with all the rest of it and when Mm -hmm. you see that it's the last song before the interlude you're like oh
2: yeah this is where the
1: cracks start to show
2: yeah definitely.
1: did you have anything else for this one
2: um I like the chorus. Again, it's that sort of simple, repetitive thing going on. Yeah. Um it's I thought it was really
0: catchy. Um and
2: like I like the rhyming. For example, the one you read, Don't Want to Spend Time on the Issue, Will Never Grow Old When I'm With mm-hmm. You. I like that issue with With You. Yeah. I thought it was nice. Yeah. All
1: right. So next we have track 13, which is Icarus Interlude. And this was written by Zane and Kurt Kirkwood. Um, and this is the last song on the first half, um, the Icarus half. And I love this song. I feel like this song sounds like falling. I feel like this song is the falling. Like, I feel like tracks one through 12 were flying and track 13 is the falling and then the rest of them are fallen. (laughs) (laughs) Right?
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: And like, just the sound, like the musical sound of this song kind of sounds like Mm -hmm. falling. It has this very like rolling beat. Mm -hmm.
2: Um.
1: And I feel like this song kind of sounds like a like a sound collage. Mm. Um, there's like a lot going on in the song. Yeah, and the way he sings the song is so light, um, like throughout yeah. the entire song. Um, his vo- his vocals are just so light and like soft, but they don't sound like weak. It's just like no. very very light.
0: Call me a curse. I guess I flew too close to the sun. Man the coming legend down my one in my ears sailor Get the bees coming in for the honey I Yeah,
2: I said it sounded like slow and sultry. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And the way he sings it too like you say Laurel' like, oh, like, oh. so good <laughs> it's so good <laughs> yeah his voice was so pretty
1: yeah and I really like the way he sings um what is it every time as if it were real every night um you have to like listen to it because it's the way he sings those it's so high and it's like so soft
0: mm-hmm. um
1: and then he says deeper it's you I feel
0: it's love. Every time, real, every night. It's you, feel.
1: Um, and this song, we have a direct Icarus reference. Um, it mm-hmm. opens with, call me Icarus. I guess I flew too close to the sun. Um, yeah. So that answers a lot of our questions.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: well, there it is.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, and then one of my favorite lines this album is the ending of the song where he just repeats I've been lying to the liars I've been lying with the liars
2: so good
1: I love that it's so simple but it's so good and it just like yeah it brings up so many questions and like yeah
2: mm-hmm.
1: I think it's really good
2: yeah I really like that
1: and it's also a really interesting song because like there's so much going on lyrically like it's hard to pinpoint exactly what's happening because he's like it's very introspective he's obviously talking about himself call me Icarus mm-hmm. I flew too close to the sun um myth will call me legend I might be one in my youth Saint Laurent but then there's a bunch of repetition of girl you love me better than anyone else um better than I've known before mm-hmm. so then you're like okay but he's like talking to someone else and then it ends yeah. with this I've been lying to the liars I've been lying to the liars and it's like
2: yeah, what's going on <laughs>
1: i know it's so complex
2: yeah i really like it yeah i think it's a really good Um, song i noticed in this too uh like just a theme i saw it here but it like connected (laughs) back to other songs Mm -hmm. of um like sort of finding some person that you feel like you've already known before Yes, Um, like in what's it called in like i got you he says like i know your face or talk to me he says i know i've seen your face in different time in different time and places yeah um in this one he says i'm in the right place at the right time like i don't know it just feels like there's often he's i don't know it often like it's i don't like with this whole like transition in sort of the negative. Uh into the negative side it's like it feels like he's been there before i guess and like he knows either the actual person or he's been in the same situation before yeah um yeah
1: yeah no definitely um also you just reminded me of my like one of my favorite lines maybe my favorite line on this entire album which i now can't find (laughs) because (laughs) i'm sure there's a typo (laughs) yeah um but i don't remember it I'm just going to see if I can Google search it. Because I can't remember which song it was from. And I'm like, oh no, what if we already talked about that song? God dang it. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to write a note for myself. And if we don't get to it, then I'll reference it again. But we may get okay. to the song and I'll be like, oh yeah, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So do we have anything else for this one? Nope. All right, so then we get into basically the second half of the album. If you have a physical copy, it's, like, disc two, and it's Falls. And I think this is, like, the best example of, like, the theme is the fact that this opens with the song Good Guy um, because – so Good Guy starts with this – Sound—it's like a scream, cry. <laughs> it's not only a scream, but like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you know that sound. I—I
2: yes. I described it as I like the guitar or whatever it is at the beginning of this. Yeah, lots of vibrations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do not know what the hell it was. It almost
1: feels like an announcement of like where we are now. Like yeah. the rest of the album is quite dark, like musically and lyrically. And even yeah. the songs that aren't like bitter, they still have like an edge to them, like a little bit mm-hmm. of a dangerous quality. And I feel like the very beginning of this song is sort of like announcing that that that's where we are. And like yeah. literally, it's like all these love songs, and then this song where he's literally saying, "I'm not a good guy." <laughs>
2: like, yeah,
1: <laughs> it's such an interesting transition. I think it's really yeah. done really well. Um, like and then. Yeah. This song has a sample of Bang Bang, which of Nancy Sinatra's Bang Bang. So that song was originally written by Sonny Bono. Bono Bono. I don't know how to say his name. Bono? Sonny Like Bono. No, um, I'm like Sonny and Cher. No, I don't know. I think it's Bono. <laughs> Anyways, he wrote this song for Cher. <laughs> <laughs> and Cher recorded it and then Nancy Sinatra recorded a cover and that cover, um, played on the opening credits of Kill Bill, the movie, um, and became quite popular. Um, so that guitar you hear, it's called tremolo guitar. Oh. Um, that, is the, that is Bang Bang. That's that song. So oh. they sampled that song. Um, okay. Yeah. And then they added, um, like, the beat they've added, and obviously all the lyrics and the melody, and then also the west, like the Western whistle sounds they also added which I love. You know towards the end. Yeah. There's like these little whistles. It sounds like a like a western song to me. Um but yeah, the tremolo guitar is like um, electric guitars, it's, you can do it with like an amp or like a pedal and it basically, it like mimics the sound as if you were like turning the volume all the way down and all the way up, but like really fast.
0: Mm.
2: Cool. Yeah. Yeah, That I love the sound of whatever was happening. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's such a good song.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. Do you have any other
2: thoughts on it. Yeah, I thought the structure of the song was interesting cuz I didn't think it followed the regular structure. Yes. Um it's good, hard to yeah. tell in this doc cuz they're not separated, but right. um it wasn't like the whole like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, yeah. verse, chorus or whatever, like chorus, chorus, chorus. It was like shorter and um just like it mixed it up a bit. And I feel like that was interesting and fit yeah. well for it. Um Oh, he says, I've seen this scene before, so that's another reference to, like, having seen something before Mm -hmm. and then experiencing it again. Um,
1: And the next line, he says, the nature of the score, my lines.
2: Oh, so cool. Yeah, Yeah, I like the lyrics in this one. Yeah. Like, Mr. President. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting. It was more interesting.
1: It is a really interesting song. And you're right that the structure is really interesting, because there is no... Um, there's no chorus. It's just like one long verse, and then mm-hmm. and then it just repeats. I'm not a good guy, but I know you're mine. Yeah, yeah.
2: I liked that. Like mixing it up.
1: <sighs> yeah, this is one of my favorite songs for sure. Um, mm-hmm. I love the I love the guitar. I love everything they added and like the little whistles. Like it's just good. All right, next we have track fifteen, <clears throat> which is "You Wish You Knew." written by Zayn and Saltwives, what are your thoughts on this song um,
2: there was too many girls for me yeah we said like girl too many times and that wasn't just on this one but by the time I got to this one I realized how many times he said girl throughout the album um,
1: oh yeah did
2: here <laughs> yeah um, I think that is I don't I don't love when they throw in like girl all the time yeah mm. um,
1: interesting that you love a band called
2: one direction so much i know well that's what i always complained about that when they said that i did i every time it said girl i was like okay you can get rid of that i I was just i'm just not a fan of saying like girl yeah um i kept hearing for this one i kept hearing that one from that one band you wish you knew rather than saying like that one that one, the one the one oh I kept God. hearing like the one from the one band you wish you knew and I was like One Direction and then I looked it up and it wasn't that I do like the the one the one the one the one like that sounds that repetition was really interesting to me
0: yeah don't wanna be the one that you choose cause I'm the one no, I'm the one that you
2: wish you knew and, the the again, the You Wish You Knew as, like, the only part of the chorus reminded me of that, like, Harry-esque chorus. Yeah. Um, that was really, like, simple. And, yeah, I don't know. I think it was interesting. This had that, like, bitter vibe on it. Like, that bitterness of, like, you wishing, like... You knew this person, and I don't know. Remind me of some of those other songs you you noted earlier. Yeah, um, that had that bitterness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, this song
1: hasn't hooked me yet. Um, I do like the chorus, but I haven't really delved into this one yet. Mm-hmm. Um, the me- like the, just melodically, it hasn't hooked me. Mm-hmm. Um. So we'll see how my thoughts and feelings develop over yeah. time all right next we have track 16 which is sour diesel written by zane rob cavallo and james ho um, and produced by malay and rob cavallo um i love this song more and more every time i hear that bass like when this song yes, starts yes yes yes, yes right yes,
2: the bass is so
1: I love this song from the first moment I heard it, but every single time I'm playing through this album and this song comes in and that bass starts, I love it more.
2: (laughs) It's just so low and like, oh. It's so freaking good.
0: in the place hands on her waist on thigh big she did she again
2: and like the lyrics start off so strong too like mm-hmm. walks in the place hands on her waist gun on her thigh big shooter game yes i think like i i love like the lyrics that he puts together it reminded me of um, some of his songs on his last album that had that like sexier confident like mm-hmm. woman character in it yeah like bright wrong she it just feels like these like awesome women that was yes. talking about yeah like yes like get that
1: yeah i love i love these lyrics like legs in the air all dirty again smoking some more i'm in her space she, touch- she touches me there then i do it again
2: it's so good That's so good I'm taking off like a rocket spaceship so high can't stop it like
1: ah! yeah and then she burn she burn she burn it's a, such a good song and this is one of those ones where like it it obviously doesn't have that bitterness in it but it does have like that edge and that like bit of danger yeah. obviously yeah. she's got a gun and yeah you know
2: <laughs> murdered to get murdered again yeah. like you know yeah she's a badass yeah i love this song
1: all right. Next, we have track 17, "Satisfaction." Um, this song was written by Zayn and Malay. Um, I think there's a Rolling Stones reference. Get, can't get no satisfaction, right?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: I love for sure. You yeah. can't
2: write a song like that yeah. <laughs> when there's such a big song that has the same lyric.
1: Yeah. I really love the intro to this song. It sounds the drums kind of sound like a heartbeat to me. Um, the way they kind of come in in the beginning
2: yeah
1: what are your thoughts on this song this is one of your favorites right or one that you're liking a lot right now
2: yeah it's one that I'm liking yeah um I would say like it's very different from the Rolling Stone song oh yeah it's quite slow whereas the Rolling Stone one is like really upbeat mm-hmm. um I think like this one is one of the songs that isn't about love. So I like that mm-hmm. um, necessarily. I mean, I think it can be about love, mm-hmm. um, but he's talking about like life is always in the way, like you're trying to, f- you're like struggling to find your own happiness and like your place in the world and like your satisfaction and stuff, mm-hmm. um, which could obviously have multiple meanings, but I like that. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the lyrics, somebody told me about tomorrow and my soul's not hollow. I love yeah. the tomorrow hollow, like, slant rhyme going me on too. there.
1: This song has some sneaky sadness in it. Yeah. Like, my and my soul's not hollow. That's sad.
2: Yeah. I and really then also
1: that, that line. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, go. No. We were probably going to say the same thing. Um, also, the line where he says, um, nobody said that you would leave me.
2: Mm. like that kind of sneaks in there
1: and then you like yeah listening to the song and you like notice that line and you're like ow
0: yeah
2: it's really sad yeah it's a sad one it almost feels like a self-reflection like he's like in his head kind of Mm. thinking about things a lot and like trying to like maybe overthink life
1: yeah (laughs) i don't know i've wondered that about a few of the songs that Like, I wonder, I've wondered, like, who from whose perspective the songs are from. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those that kind of makes you think about that. Um, I also really like how it moves into the chorus. Um, I feel like it's the verses are kind of like a little bit more like minor sounding. And then it does like a Mm -hmm. pause where the music kind of drops out on the last word of the Mm -hmm. verses. And then it moves into the chorus and there's these like really nice, kind of more major keys. And it just. Mm-hmm. it sounds pretty um, yeah and I do really like the chorus of the song and I like um, all in my zone all in my space
0: mhm yeah. cause I can't you can't we can't get no satisfaction all in my zone all in my space life is always It's cool. As I'm
2: reading, I keep finding like more pretty lyrics. It says like something surges, urges you to stay. Like I love that. Yes, I love that too. As long as those are the actual lyrics. <laughs>
1: no, I think it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this song is sad too because it kind of seems like it kind of seems like they're, you know, whoever these people are, like can't be together. Um, hmm. But yet they like can't be satisfied without each other. Yeah. Because it's like you try your best to pull away something surges mm-hmm. urges you to stay. Because mm-hmm. I can't, you can't, we can't get no satisfaction. And then it's interesting too because um, the, the full line is we can't get no satisfaction alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the lines doesn't say the alone part. So then when you're listening to it, you kind of think like, oh, they can't get satisfaction with each other. But then you hear mm-hmm. the alone and you're like, oh no, it's the opposite.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
1: All right. Next we have track 18, which is Scripted. Um, this is one I've been really into the last couple of days. And Scripted was written by Zayn and Malay. Um, I feel like this song is an experience. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yeah, it's so pretty. Um I wanted to listen to the song in the car when I went and bought the album. I like put it in and like immediately went to the song. Cuz
2: mm-hmm. I wanted to
1: listen to the song in the car cuz it's such a good car song. Yeah.
2: Surround sound. Yeah, the
1: chorus, it sounds very beachy and like tropical vibes.
0: Sure, I don't
1: What do you think about this song?
2: Um, I liked the beginning where, like, the bell is ringing. Yeah. Um, or, like, whatever is going on. <laughs> I felt it sounded like it was, like, part of a musical, like Mary Poppins or, like, yeah, Sweeney Todd oh or something. Although those are very opposite <laughs> themes <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I mean, I just saw Mary Poppins in theater, so that was where my mind went first. And then oh, my sister okay. was all like, oh, it kind of sounds like it would be, like, Sweeney Todd. Yeah. I don't know. It's, like, it sounds like it's a part of a musical. Like, I could yeah. see it on stage, like, the beginning of this song. Totally. Um, And then, like, there's, like, the really pretty falsetto chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, And I like the theme of it, about, like, it, it feels like it's – like about him, like being famous and in, like interviews and not wanting to fall into like the scripted lines or like mm-hmm. s- even if it's not about someone famous, just like the scripted life that we could lead. Yeah. Um, and like, there's that part where it has like the overplay of one of his interviews, sort yeah. of in the background. Yeah. Um. And it's part of the one he was talking about. Let me. Mm-hmm. And it's he was saying like it's a nice, beautiful thing. That was the sentiment of the lyric, and we just wanted to convey that it is a rarity in today's generation. So just, like, thinking about, like, today's generation, I feel like we hear that phrase a lot. Yeah. Of, like, things not being, like, deep, or, like, we're disconnected or something. So right. that's what it feels like this song is, like, going towards, I guess.
1: Yeah. I found that so interesting that they put that clip in, because it's directly referencing Let Me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it makes you think about this song in a whole different way, because... Yeah. Um like why did he choose that, you know, for this one? Yeah. Yeah. Um one of my favorite lines is in this song. Um, and it's Hearts don't feel the same and the names we like to say change with time and age.
2: That's really pretty. I love
1: that so much. Especially like I mean, yeah, the whole thing <clears throat> like the names we like to say change with time and like that's so sad.
2: <laughs> that it's so yeah. If you think about that, that's really interesting. Yeah, hearts don't feel the same. It makes you think of like, you know, if you're
1: if you're if you love someone and you enjoy saying their name, and mm-hmm. as time goes on, you the names you like to say change. Yeah. Gosh.
2: Oh, that's such an Gosh. interesting way to say that. Gosh, yeah. That's unique. Yeah. My uh, siblings and I were talking today about like names that we want for like our children, mm-hmm. and it was that just like i feel like that's relating oh, yeah. well to this just like names that aren't important to you that could become super important to you whether it's like friends you make yeah. or relationships you're in or like kids names people you know like oh. it's weird how names can come in and out with meaning depending on like where you are in your life
1: it is i've really been trying to keep my dewy heart and control under control like
2: episode,
1: <laughs> but it's coming out right now <laughs> okay
2: pull Um, yourself back together woman (laughs) um
1: one of my favorite musical moments on this album is in this song and it's the ending of this song i'm not gonna be able to explain it unless you remember it maybe i'll (laughs) add a clip here Um, the ending of the song is, like, so beautiful. It's, like, my favorite moment of the whole album.
2: Wait, you're not going to describe anything? <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Wait, is it the, is it him singing or him? It or is. the music.
1: It's, it's, it's him singing with the music. Like, just the way the melody goes. Okay. Um.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't remember it, though. So. Yeah, we, I can't, help I me. also can't, like,
1: entirely remember, like, how to sing it right now.
2: Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, we're not there yet. We're definitely not there yet. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, we've just literally talked about 18 songs. so My mind's a little jumbled.
2: Yeah. I can't believe we're doing this well of a job, actually.
1: I am kicking butt getting us through
2: these <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: I'm being ruthless. Normally, I would just, like, dwell so much more. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> um, what else about this song? Oh, someone on one of the lyric sites, sites pointed out that the pre-chorus of this song is a haiku.
2: That's cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, and it's I also if more
2: of them are because Zane was really into like poetry. I know.
1: After I read that, I wanted to like go through all of all of his songs and yeah. Yeah. That. Like
2: I kept saying, like what stood out to me was like the syncopation and like how things sounded and this and that. Like, yeah. Maybe there's more of that. Yeah. Iambic
1: Mm-hmm. I don't really know anything about poetry or the English language. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know some i like i like write poetry but that's not necessarily knowing. no you like, know things structure.
1: you know things like you'll say things about words and i'm like oh i never knew that <laughs>
2: i'll say things about words <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right moving on we have track 19 which is entertainer mm-hmm. this song is bitterness in a song <laughs>
2: it's so mean it's a mean song i don't like that it's i love
1: this song i love its bitterness i love it
2: makes me hurt for the person
1: i know i don't listen to it that much because of that but i appreciate its honesty
0: yeah
1: and i want to know who this was about desperately (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: yeah it's like the evil side of the
1: album <laughs> it's pretty evil but it also shows you like whoever this person was someone who zane cared deeply about because you don't say that mm-hmm. kind of stuff about someone that you don't really care about you know yeah like the se- that sentiment when you need me the most i will turn you down like that's a sentiment yeah. for someone who you like deeply deeply cared about who like yeah. broke her heart. oh yeah. that's a dark song
2: yeah
1: um Next, we have track 20, which is All That. I love this song. Also, kind of a bitter, weird song. Not weird, but Mm -hmm. like, I feel like this song sounds dangerous. Like, musically and lyrically. Like, definitely musically, there's like, some kind of dangerous edge to it. I don't know if it's the Mm -hmm. instruments or the beat or the melody or whatever. Do you feel like that?
2: Yeah, I feel like that I mean we've got Optimus Prime in it so oh yeah
1: <laughs> it's definitely
2: danger I really like
1: like the like chugging rhythm as well
2: yes I, yeah choppy lyrics mm-hmm. is what I wrote
1: yeah and also like the, there's like definitely a danger I feel in these kind of lyrics like he says you can give me all that stay here in the morning you can take it all back baby if you want to you can give me all that all that all that
2: yeah, I, he has so many, like, different reflections yeah. with that, like, I found, like, things fall apart, and in a part you feel distant, yes. reactions are instant, like, distant, instant, if emotions are constant, let's say, for instance, that you had a conscience, mm-hmm. like, conscience, instant, instant, constant, distant, like, there's so many really cool word play going on definitely
1: i feel like there's so much similarities between this song and entertainer mm. um just like that line let's say for instance yeah. that you had a conscience oh, like that is a
2: biting God. line <laughs> harsh <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah
1: i love this um, song
2: though yeah it's really cool i found there was the there's also more of the sort of twisting words on their head a bit mm-hmm. where like it takes one line and then changes it like slightly yeah um never crossed my mind have i crossed the lines Mm. or is it more to find more to find i think inside immortalized mortalized mortal life so it goes like immortalized mortalized mortal life Mm. coming from both sides an attack on the mind like optimus prime in his prime optimus prime in his prime Mm -hmm. kick it don't skip it to the finish line, this minute's mine. So good. I wish he, like, rapped.
1: <laughs> I think he's good. I think he's good where he's at.
2: <laughs> <laughs> this would be a great rap. It would, it but just... I like the way he sings it. Yeah. No, it's nice the way he sings it. I just, it's so <clears throat> strong. Yeah. The way he's written the lines. Because it's not just, he didn't just think about, like, end line, like, uh rhyming which is Mm -hmm. often what is the only thing that's focused on yeah i feel like this is like very ed sheeran of him to like Mm -hmm. have all these internal like word plays going on
1: yeah and i love the lyrics of the chorus like you can give me all that um Mm -hmm. i yeah i feel like it's kind of like unique and also it's just like it's just like what are you like what like what are you talking about like what is all that Mm you know like Uh i think i feel like when i think of this song i feel like it's just because I've I've like put it in a place of like all these other songs as well, like I don't I'm not looking at any of these songs now as like individual songs. I'm looking them at them mm-hmm. as like part of this album. So I think yeah. of it as like as like a situation where like this person he like knows this person doesn't truly love him or whatever. But mm-hmm. He's like, you can give me all of that tonight, and and then yeah. take it back in the morning. I don't care. Like, tell him yeah. you love me, and we can like hook up and then in The morning, take it all mm-hmm. back. Yeah, that's what I kind of think of
2: which is a dangerous
1: yeah. thing to say and think.
2: <laughs> I know this is this is the, the fallen, yeah, or the fallen.
1: <laughs> but don't you feel like all these songs are like he's fallen, like he's yeah, in such a I dark like, place? And like,
2: yeah, this could be him fallen, but I mean, falling could also be like the scariness of it. Yeah, no, that's true. But I like your like the Icarus Falls interlude is the fall, and then it's like he's like a fallen angel. Yeah,
1: I just feel like all these songs are so dark. Yeah, they really are. Alright, so next we have 21, track 21, Good Years, <clears throat> which we are have already heard as a single. It was written by MYKL, Khaled Rohame, Zane, and Herbie Critchlow. Um so obviously when we first heard the song. We all had an intense reaction to it, and I thought it was mm-hmm. so, so sad, but it has gotten sadder every time I've listened to it, and yeah, it's really interesting because when it came out as a single, I was listening to it a ton on repeat because I loved it so much, mm-hmm. but somehow like listening to the album through, you're not expecting good years, and then it comes on, and those first notes hit you. And you Mm -hmm. want to cry, and then you skip the song because you're like, it's too
2: sad. (laughs) And then you skip it. Or in my case, I skipped it because I already heard it and I had to uh, fast forward as long as I hadn't heard.
1: Yeah, so we've already talked about this song a lot. I still want to do a a whole episode song discussion on this song um, because I think Mm -hmm. I could talk about it for hours.
2: Especially because, like, I feel like it sits amongst some really bitter songs. And then you have this one, which just seems, like, plain sad.
1: Plain sad. And then especially in contrast with Fresh Air, which is the song that comes after it. So interesting. Yeah. Zane's mind. I really wish that I could just interview him. Like, why is that a possibility?
2: Let's get him on the podcast. We need to. We should just (laughs) reach out to him. Who knows? He doesn't do any (laughs) interviews. He might agree. I know! (laughs) He could come on here. (laughs)
1: Do you feel like you have any, any like, new or evolved thoughts on Goodyear's yet?
2: Nope. But yeah. I see how it fits in with the Icarus Falls.
1: Yeah. 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 All right. <clears throat> Track 22 is next, and it is Fresh Air. Um, and this song is my current favorite song. Um, I feel like it doesn't sound like anything else. Like, nothing else sounds like this song. Not just nothing else mm-hmm. on this album, but, like, nothing else I'm listening to right now.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and it
1: was written by Zayn, M-Y-K-L, Emmanuel. Kiriakow, Clarence Coffee Jr., and Jessica Ashley. Do you have any thoughts on this song?
2: Um, I think I said earlier, sort of, I like the theme that it's different. It's like anxiety, needing space, like mm-hmm. feeling the pressure from people around him, whether that's like label or like a person in his life that just like kind of not wanting like the best for him. Yeah. Um, I like the like sort of slant rhyme of pressure and fresh air.
1: Yeah,
2: it's um, good. And then, like again, changing the lyrics slightly, um, you and me got differences, why you on some different shh. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like how he's doing that throughout the album, and I noticed yeah. that here.
1: Yeah, I like that too. I really like that chorus, the you and me got differences.
0: You and me got differences, differences. You and me got differences. Why you on some different? You and me got differences. Differences,
1: differences me got differences. I just love this song so much and I feel like it's such an interesting one to think about and dissect. Um, mm-hmm. I of course immediately think of the other boys <laughs> maybe one in particular, yeah. maybe not. because um, <laughs> it starts it says you could be a changed man if you want. Um, so like that could be, um, you know him talking to himself. Or it could be from the perspective of someone talking to him. uh, Mm -hmm. Or it could be about him talking to a man. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like I heard someone saying, like, it could be about, like, a family member or something. But I feel like there's an emotional, like, attitude in this song that makes me feel like it's about a friendship or a relationship.
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It just feels too, I don't know, there's, like, an intimacy. I don't know how to explain it um but I feel like it's a really interesting song and I feel like Mm -hmm. there's a lot here like I mean you could be a changed man if you want you could make the doves cry if you want tell me that you Mm -hmm. want that but you don't Mm -hmm. that's so interesting and then I say I'm sorry but you're never sober Mm -hmm. you know like who's he talking about like what is that and then yeah pressure don't even get me started over you you know I ain't trying to pressure you you and me Got Differences. Oh, mm, I just think it's really such sad. a song. It is sad. Yeah. yeah. And then just the sound of it, I think, is really good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, this is one I'm definitely going to, like, listen to a lot more and think about a lot more.
2: Yeah. I feel like I haven't – this is one of – because it comes later on the album. I haven't, yeah. like, listened to it as many times as some of the other ones, so it's fairly new to me.
1: It gets a bit drowned out because I didn't dis- I didn't really discover it until um, like last weekend. I I, I had mm-hmm. like it came on and I just kind of skipped over it because it didn't grab yeah. me right away. But then when I was listening yeah. to it in the car, um, I like listened to the first line like "You could be a changed man if you want." And I was like, "Wait, what is this about?" Mm-hmm. And then I totally got hooked on it, and now it's like my mm-hmm. current favorite. Um, yeah, and then also like he has this line too. I start drinking; it's too much thinking. Yeah. Um, which, again, with the, like, alcohol references. Yeah. And and referencing in a way that's, like, unhealthy. <laughs> like, he's yeah. like, this is too much thinking, so I'm going to start mm-hmm. drinking to cope with it. Um, all right, next we have track 23, which is Rainberry, which I think we both, like, love the song a lot, right?
2: Yeah. It's just so fun and catchy. <laughs> yeah. It's just a jam. But it's For also, vocals. like, dark. <laughs> also dark. But I forget. Because it's, like, such a jam. I know. I don't think of it as a dark song. I think yeah. of it as, like, a fun, happy, like, purple rain. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but it's really not. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: the truth won't break my heart. Don't you worry. I already know. Too many bones inside your closet. You thought you buried deep, but they never let me get a minute of peace. How do you sleep?
2: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Falling down your blood-red lips. Yeah. Why are eyes heavy? Why are your eyes heavy? Eyes heavy? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Is there somebody else you miss? Ooh. Yep. The last line of the song is Is there somebody else? Somebody else now.
2: Yeah. So it definitely fits on this side of the album, despite it being mm-hmm. like one of the more upbeat fun songs. Yeah.
1: This is a good song though.
2: Yeah. It's also interesting because it flips
1: the cheating stuff because there's there's quite a few songs about him sort of talking about not necessarily him cheating, but him having like wanting to cheat or uh, Mm -hmm. like that's too simplified but like you know what I mean but this one is him saying you know is there somebody else for you like are you thinking of somebody else besides me yeah yeah all right next we have track 24 insomnia now this song oh you know what I stopped reading who wrote who wrote them oh well I just no, it was just the last one. So Rainberry was written by Boy Matthews, James Norton, Saltwives, and Zane. Insomnia was written by Zane, Sam Dew, and Saltwives. What are your thoughts on this song?
2: Um, I feel like again, this one isn't one I know super well. Yeah. Um, but I did write that the opening lyrics are cool and so is mm-hmm. the music, and it kind of reminds me of scripted, mm-hmm. and I liked the lines. I've been roaming and strolling all of these streets, burning my eyes red, not slept for weeks, testing Mm -hmm. your torment. My future is bleak, lost in the moment, with no words to speak. I can't find the peace. Yes. There's just streets, weeks, bleak, speak, peace. I like all those sort of slant rhymes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the bridge is really pretty when he's like, insomnia. I don't know how it goes, but I wrote it out like that. that. Yes. (laughs) So... (laughs) I think, I think I said the s- chorus isn't as strong for me. Yeah. Um, but the rhyming is nice.
1: I do really like, though, um, What If We Never Know Why Hearts Deceive Us, The Night Calls to mm. Dreamers.
2: Wait, which one? Oh, The Night Calls to Dreamers. That's pretty. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I like it combined with um, Hearts Deceive Us.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Well, that's nice. Yeah, I feel like this song, and quite a lot of his songs have, um very like the weekend vibes mm, yeah um there's also in this song there's these like very um like unsettling clicks in the background Do you know i didn't those?
0: notice those no
1: you can particularly hear them when he's saying when i close my eyes i feel it all around <laughs> there's like these little like clicks in the background mm-hmm. they're like it's like a drum beat but it's like very clicky and weird and I feel like it kind of mimics that's like that feeling of like when you've been awake too long and you're like starting to lose mm. your mind um yeah I think this is a good song I haven't fully yeah. like digested this song at all yet yeah all right moving on we have track 25 which is No Candle No Light featuring Nicki Minaj written by <clears throat> Brittany Connie, Blue June, Catherine Ostenberg, Brian Lee, T.J. Rutan, Tushar Apdi, Zane, and Nicki Minaj. <laughs> so the longest list so far of writers there. Oh, and it was also produced by um, Sawyer, Brian Lee, and T.J. Rutan. All the other ones, the producers were the same as the writers, which is why I didn't say mm. who they were. <clears throat> but this one was a different. So this song we got as a single, um, so we've had it for a bit. We got it in October, I think, or November. Um, I liked this song a lot when it came out. I really like the sort of um, EDM-y type chorus,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I haven't really listened to it much since then. Interesting. Um, yeah, I think I still like it, but it doesn't match a lot of the new songs. Mm -hmm. So I haven't like chosen it over a lot of the new ones, you know. Yeah. What do you think of this song?
2: I feel like for me, I wasn't as big of a fan of it at the beginning, and it's Mm -hmm. grown on me actually. So kind of like the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I think like (laughs) maybe just because it it was like EDM, and I don't, I like, I don't know that as well like you know when you hear music that's in your style that like you're used to like yeah I feel like I can be like oh I like this I know how to sing along to it I like know how to groove to it but then like something that's out of my comfort zone I'm like okay I need a minute to like adjust and be like okay this is what it is yeah um and now I kind of get it so like I'm I like like it more now I feel like the beat is more catchy to me yeah um and I like the, I woke up on the wrong side of yeah, um, and I then it's like idea. got this really cool like musical like bit where it's like almost sounds like high singing or something. I don't know what it is. Yeah, um, like a flute. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, that's that like EDM. That's like that um, like pop drop chorus. That's yeah. what Switched on Pop calls it. <laughs> oh, okay,
2: <laughs> well it's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, I
2: I guess, like, I guess I'm guess i just kind of confused, like, where this song is going in terms of, like, because it's got Nicki Minaj on it, so you'd think, okay, right. it'd be, like, a single that they would promote, but I don't know. Like, they put it out so long ago.
1: Yeah, with, like, the whole, this whole album rollout has been so odd, and there's, like, a, like, a lot of weird stuff going on behind the scenes, so mm-hmm. who knows why. Who knows? Yeah, who knows why this wasn't promoted. And, like, mm-hmm. Nicki didn't promote it that much either, but she did obviously really like it, because I remember... She tweeted about it, and she was like, this is my favorite song I've ever written. Ooh. But then, like, it didn't really like, go anywhere. Yeah. Or maybe she huh. didn't say, I've ever written, but she said something like, my favorite song I've done or something. Yeah. Something like that.
2: Weird. Yeah. I feel like it could do well on radio. Like, especially Nicki. Like, I think so, too. Supporting it.
1: Anyways, next we have track 26, which is Fingers. I still feel mad that he missed the innuendos for this song. (laughs) Me too. It makes me mad every time I hear it. Same. What the heck? (laughs) There was so much potential. Literally. But it's still a good song. I like it. I don't have any really new thoughts on it. Do you? Mm -hmm.
2: I just said it's fine. The rhyming's nice, but that's the case for the whole album. Yeah. It's got that like hazy feeling that we like in the echoey sounds that we hear at different points. That's, yeah. That's about
1: it. Yeah, and this one was written by Salt Wives and Zane. Oh my God, we've made it to the last song. Can you believe? Woo! <laughs> wow. So the I'm last track through. on Icarus Falls, track 27, is called Too Much, and it's featuring Timbaland. Um, and this song was written by Angel Lopez, Federico Vindiver, Zane, and Timbaland, produced by Federico Vindver, Chris Godby, Angel Lopez, and Timbaland. And this song was released a while ago. We got it as a single. And this was one of those songs that when it was released, I think something was going on at the time. Either I was really busy or there was a lot going on in the fandom because I skipped over this song somehow. Yeah. Like, I did not really listen to it. Um, and when I, when I, started listening to this album I was like wait I love this song why have I not
2: been (laughs) listening to it (laughs) what are your thoughts yeah I feel like we didn't pay attention at all to this song it was so confusing whether it was gonna be an important song to know or not an important song to know it was so and we, Um, we didn't even know like is
1: this Zayn song or is this Timbaland song
2: yeah I didn't know I don't know I I said like I haven't, I didn't listen to this one that much again because I knew I'd already heard it, so yeah. I, like, haven't given it time to, like, re-listen, um,
0: yeah. but
2: it didn't stand out, like, right away to me, mm-hmm. um, but I feel like it does fall into, like, the Icarus Falls thing a lot, so that makes it more interesting. Yeah. Um, like, I wanted it all, didn't expect to fall, didn't yeah. expect it to fall, must be an affliction, like, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I need to give this more of my focus because it does relate so much to the album theme in general.
1: It really does. It really does. I really like the beat of the song as well. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's a pleasant song to listen to.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and it does really relate to the album so much.
2: Um, yeah.
1: And just like the sort of theme of excess as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's a good song and it's such an interesting song to end the album with.
0: Yeah.
2: Anything else? can't believe I'm we did that.
1: I know. <laughs> no. <laughs> my throat's actually, like, my voice is hoarse. Oh. But I think it's because I'm getting sick. Um. Okay, one last thing is that we didn't come across my favorite line. Oh, no. Okay, do it now. Well, oh, I, I can't remember how it goes. I mean, Wait, I remember what, what it what? is, but I want to find it so that I say it right, because I'm going to say it wrong, and it's going to sound stupid. Well, say it
2: to me, and I'll help you find it.
0: One hour later.
1: Okay, so I found the line, it's inscripted. it's on the bridge of scripted, and it's, you'd still remember me, even if the men in black flashed their lights in your eyes. I just that's love so that. That's so cool. Not like the way it sounds, but just the sentiment of like, of like, a love that's so like, deep that like, even yeah. if you had your, you know, memory erased, you would still know that person. Yeah. Also relates to what you were saying about like, how, about, like, knowing, you know, knowing someone, like, for coming from a different planet and, like,
2: mm-hmm. all that, all that stuff. Yeah. And I feel like having those little tidbits of, like, men in black and, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, different things. It just, like, I feel like, you know, he he also draws his experience from, like, the media he, like, in, yeah. in the art he views.
1: Yeah, well, like, the Kill Bill soundtrack,
2: Like, I'm sure that's
1: where that inspiration came from. I I don't know that he's ever talked about that movie, but I'm sure he
2: loves it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, we got all of those, like, um, music videos that had to do with, like, Mm -hmm. those that related to all those, like, old gangster movies.
1: Oh, yeah. One other interesting thing I wanted to point out is that on the Japanese version of this album, there is actually 30 tracks. No, 29 tracks. Yeah. Um. So they made track 14, Dusk Till Dawn, which was the one with Sia. And then they made track 28, Still Got Time, which was that one featuring Party Next Door.
2: Mm.
1: That is so intriguing to me. Like, why? Like, Why? why? I
2: don't know. <laughs> why I mean, did they get Dusk Till Dawn? I want exactly. Dusk Till Dawn on this album.
1: Me too. And like, wh- like, was it supposed to be part of the album? Like, why did it get added? Like, where does it fit in mm-hmm. with the rest of the album? I just have a lot of questions.
2: And that makes the album so much longer. It goes from 88 minutes to 96. Because those are Uh, the Or at least Dust Till Dawn is a four and a half minutes.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that is it for this episode. It's been a long one. Um, But definitely let us know if there are specific things that you guys want to hear us talk about related to this album. Because I would love to continue to talk about this album over the next year or so. I think there's, like, so much more to <laughs> dive
2: into. Over the next year, along with Louis, Harry's, Niles, and Liam
0: albums. Well, that's why <laughs> I said over the next, next year, because
1: I know that we're going to get smacked with someone soon, <laughs> and we're not going to have time to Yeah, well, to I mean, freaking Louie's got a single coming out this month, I know, so. I know. Um, we'd also love to hear what you guys think about this album. And the songs and all the themes. There's so much that I feel like we didn't get into because there's just too much to talk about.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Do you have a recommendation for us this week, Caitlin? We haven't done
2: recommendations Uh, in like years. (laughs) Why don't you do yours first and I'll look for one.
1: My recommendation is to watch and subscribe to the Try Guys on YouTube. So...
2: My sister watches them. She
1: does? That's amazing. Yeah. So these guys have been around for a while. They used to be on BuzzFeed and they've just branched off on their own a little bit ago. I've always, like, watched them randomly, but I, start, I started to, like, binge watch their videos recently, mm-hmm. and it's, they're just so enjoyable. One of them is queer, and all of them are just, like, um, very much into, like, di- like, just, you know, disrupting ma- toxic masculinity. <laughs> nice. Um, and I feel like they're such good role models for people to have and such a positive presence on the internet and in the world. Um, you should go watch their videos and subscribe subscribe to them.
2: Cool. Um, mine is uh, similar to yours. I watched Call Me by Your Name yesterday you for did. the first time ever. Oh, right! Oh my God! What yes, <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> and Timothy Chalamet is so unbelievably talented. I was just like blown away by how like. Good, he is at acting. Yeah. Um, the last like four minutes of the movie—if anyone's seen it—is just like holy sh- shipyards. How did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> did ship- <you laughs> make that up? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, honestly, he just so freaking talented. So I'm like, I'm standing him now. So nice. I highly <laughs> recommend calling my name, and I want to watch all the other movies he's been in. And I have a new appreciation for the interview he did with Harry. So, yeah, yeah, I recommend that. Okay.
1: Excellent. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to episode 162 of Talk Direction. You can find us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. Email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Find us on Tumblr at talkdirection.tumblr.com or Instagram at just talkdirection. And you can follow us individually. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Lucia O L U C C I A O H. And Caitlin, where can they find you?
2: They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Caitlin I R Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. Awesome.
1: You can check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkdirection, where today we will be talking about Liam's Tomorrow magazine interview. Um, you can subscribe to this pi- podcast on iTunes, leave us a review to help more people discover the show, and you can also listen on SoundCloud, if that's your thing. I'm Lucia. I'm Caitlin. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 163. Bye!
0: Bye! Sweet baby, your success meaning Know this time you stay till the morning And vanilla ice cream More than just one night together exclusively Baby let me be your man So I